0: Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is the Bourbon Road. Today, Mike, it's another one of our stillhouse sessions. And where are we? We are down here in
2: leapers fork tennessee at leapers fork distillery it is absolutely stunning down here you know i like to call this the maker's mark of tennessee absolutely it's a
1: beautiful place and they were gracious enough to lend us the use of their still house uh, to do a series of sessions where we're going to interview some great guests And today, who do we have on the show?
2: Well, we got a little girl from Boone, Boonesville, Kentucky, (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Austin Dye. She is a little country music artist. Um, She's actually our first female uh, artist on the show. It's taken us way too long. I'm honored. Well, we, you know, we are a bourbon podcast and how could we not be the first to have a uh, kentucky girl on our show to sing about whiskey and drink whiskey with us
0: well, i do love bourbon i think that's pretty fitting
2: well you know what mike has kind
1: of hooked you up today there's a couple of really good well there's a couple of really good whiskeys the first one's a bourbon we'll talk about the second one in the second half but mike what do
2: we have in the first half well i brought a really nice bottle it's a michter's limited release it's their toasted barrel finish um this is a pretty hard barrel or bottle to find right um and i was lucky enough to get a text message and said hey i got a bottle for you waiting at the shop and i was like man i'm I'm there 91.4 proof um kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from mictors you know we've been out to mictors together really lovely distillery there in louisville kentucky they put out some good stuff they got a great story um, A lot of people think that is a name, but it's two names mashed together, right? That's right. Um, It is uh, Michael and Peter. So that's where Mick huh. comes from for a little history for all of our listeners out there. But yeah, that's what we're going to be drinking. Really lovely expression here. I love this. Um, yeah.
1: And, and you know, this is not the first. This comes out on an annual basis. and uh, And this is something that a lot of people... Unfortunately, can't get their hands on because of limited number of bottles. But if you do, uh, I think it's something you'll really like. And we'll talk a little bit about it here. Are you ready to drink a little whiskey? Oh,
0: I'm so ready.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is $99 MSRP. That's a high dollar bottle for a lot of people. uh, But it's to me, it's well worth it. Um, Like you said, Jim, it is limited. So I figured we had a special guest on today. Why not let her drink for something special from her home state of Kentucky? Thank y'all. And then we'll jack it up a little bit in the second half. What do you think? Yeah,
1: we're going to jack it up oh, just oh, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> cheers, y'all. Cheers, cheers. Man, that's got, that's got a nice, sweet nose to it. She done pounded that thing. <laughs> oh, shoot.
0: Were we not supposed to shoot it? My bad. You're
1: good. You're all good.
0: That was really good, though.
1: That's how you drink your whiskey?
2: Who are we to tell you? <laughs> yeah. Um, beautiful expression here that toasted marshmallow all day long on that that campfire that sweetness is there for me Um, almost as good as a weeded bourbon
1: well you know when they toast the barrels Mike they add that extra wood sugars in there and it kind of sweetens it up for you and and I think that's where it it gets you right yeah
2: now what do you think have you had this before
0: I have never had it but I'm very pleasantly surprised i never even heard of it honestly Um, but it's super tasty
2: yeah, it's finished in a. Their tank in there. They have these big limestone plates that are bolted to that tank, and that's where they get their limestone water from. They it's almost like a filtration system right. for the water. Pretty neat system they have set up there uh, over at Shively.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a great brand. It's a Kentucky brand. It, uh, they're doing some really great things, and there's some uh, some pretty fine people working at Michter's. And it's always nice to get um, get one of their toasted bottles.
2: Right. Yeah. If you go actually go over to uh, their Fort Nelson, I guess it's called, mm-hmm. um, right there on Main Street, Whiskey Row in downtown Louisville. And mm-hmm. you can actually fill your own bottle down there. Oh. Not of this, <laughs> uh, but you could fill a bottle down there and get your name put on it and your own label and stuff. It That's a nice thing to do. But, yeah. Well, let's get to you, Taylor. Uh, we talked about our bourbon a little bit, your All home right. state. You are from Boonville, Kentucky. I am. Now, where's Boonville for our listeners?
0: Well, I'm, I always try to explain it, and no one really ever knows where it is. Our population is 111, so um, we are about
1: 110 a, because you're here. Well,
0: yep. Now they're one less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're we're close to like the Natural Bridge area, I guess about 20 25 minutes southeast of there. Hour from London. Hour from Hazard. Those are our nearest WalMarts, unfortunately.
2: Red River Gorge um, area.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful down there. It's just uh, not a whole lot to do, but Southeast Kentucky is the best way to explain it.
2: We got some other friends out there. Uh, we got uh, the Beattyville Hillbillies.
0: Yeah, that's right next door.
2: Yeah, they're they're right there up there in the mountains, hills. I get they would say, but I know what. I was driving my pickup up there. And it said, "What are you doing to me?" Is just we went up and up and up and <laughs> yeah. up.
0: Never ends.
2: He did. He he like wrote me this cryptic message of ways to get to his house, and I understood it all as a country <laughs> boy. He's like, turn right at the tree with a hole in it that forks to the right, and then turn and then- at the giant <laughs> rock and. There's an old John Deere tractor sitting out of the weeds. you go past that about a stone's throw, then you turn left. He got me to his house.
0: We just got physical like nine one one addresses probably five years ago up until then, we did not have that so we had to give those kind of directions to let people know where we was at.
1: So when the fire truck is coming out there, you have to be talking to them on the phone.
0: Well, <laughs> you just call the fire department and say, hey, I'm over here by so-and-so's house. It's on fire. You know, come over here. <laughs> and they know, you know, there's not many of us. So
2: There's some great artists that have come out of the hills uh, of Kentucky. One lives down here in Tennessee, really famous woman, Loretta Lynn and her sisters, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. and had a right butcher hauler some of the newest artists coming out of there. You got Sturgill Simpson. You got uh Tyler Childers is uh, just killing mm-hmm. it right now. Um, a good friend of ours, um, Bo Garrett from Montgomery Gentry guitarist out of there. He uh, He's out of the hills there. I think Pike Pikesville, Kentucky. Right, right. But yeah, so no surprise that you would come from there and be able to sing and stuff. Thank you. Did you grow up in there? When did you kind of pick up a guitar?
0: Yeah, I I always grew up around music. Um, My family didn't really play, but I was just always drawn to it. And a lot of uh, people in the community, you know, there's a lot of bluegrass, a lot of like folk music, a lot of Appalachian storytelling type bluegrass, you know, so I always grew up around that. And I learned to play by ear. I actually started on the fiddle when I was five years old. On the fiddle? Yes, sir.
1: Now for folks not from Kentucky, that would also be a type of violin, right?
0: Well, they're the same. It's just what you play on it.
1: I didn't know if there was any physical difference in them. I but didn't think there was. There,
0: there ain't. All you, it just uh, if you play bluegrass on it or you know old timey music, it's a fiddle. It sounds and better. If you better when You play classical it fiddle, or whatever else, it's a violin. So
2: well, are you st- I didn't see a violin case or a fiddle case. No, I
0: don't. Uh, I don't play that much anymore. I, I play mandolin quite a bit at home, just you know, toying around. But I always, I always take my guitar out and play at my shows.
2: Well, the next show you come on with us. Thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I want you to bring that stuff. I'm, right. I'm just a geek about, especially bluegrass music uh-huh. and old time gospel music like that. It, to me, it just, it kind of feels like home.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, me too.
2: You know, it, it, if it doesn't resonate in your soul that it, something's probably wrong with you. <laughs> so when you were growing up and uh,
1: at what age did you start playing?
0: Now, I think around the age of 10, I started playing guitar uh, and then just kind of picked up a lot of random stuff along the way, you know, bass. A little bit of everything. that you're
1: singing the whole time. Yes. You're singing the whole uh-huh. time. That's that's pretty awesome. So what were you singing? Because you didn't have your own songs yet back then. Whose songs were you singing?
0: Well, my mom always tells a story about when I was just learning to talk, and she remembers me kicking my feet in the back seat singing Kalijah by Hank Jr. Okay. Um, and I actually have a tattoo of Kalaja that says poor old Kalaja on my arm because it's my favorite song. Uh, so I love that. But again, I sang in church. I sang ACDC. I mean, it was just a little bit of everything when I was growing up. And then, of course, all the bluegrass stuff as well.
2: Yeah. I bet you didn't know that. That's one of my most favorite songs of all time. right no there. Hank Jr. is just uh, some of his songs just uh, it's got me through some tough times in my life. I agree. Um, his Blues Man song oh, and just some of his songs. But that Kalijah speaks Truth to Power with me is you know being called Big Chief and and his story and it just it's a great great song. So let's let's get a song played. What what would you what's your first song you're going to play for us today?
0: Well, I think I'm going to start out with a slow one actually. Um this is one I released back in February. It kind of um blew up on TikTok. I've been on TikTok a lot since the pandemic started and like I said I, I put it up on there, blew up and people were pretty much demanding that I release it. So I got in the studio, recorded it. One of my good friends, Chad Worx, produced it and co-wrote it with me, actually. And it's called Good Time Girl. And it's a song that I think a lot of women relate to about being, you know, somewhat of a side chick, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, and, uh, you know, I just think, you know, a lot of people have have experienced that. And for that reason, this song ended up charting. On the iTunes country charts, it went to number 26. And then the music video, CMT, ended up picking up um, about a month after its release. So this song has been a really good one for me, especially as an independent artist. Um, and it's called Good Time Girl. It's out everywhere now.
2: Let's hear it.
3: She's your Sunday morning, and I'm your Friday night. She's your top shelf, treat yourself, and I'm a cold Miller line. She's a pretty sundress, I'm in old ripped parent jeans. She's a shiny new sports car, and I'm a 69 Shelby GT.
1: something else thank you yeah I like that so does that does that story come from anything in real life
0: uh it does and it doesn't um in a way kind of but not so much uh we were sitting at the bar one night my good friends me Priscilla Block and Kristen Foreman and we were just talking about boy stuff and I think it was Priscilla she was like so have you seen so-and-so and and i said oh no i only see him in the dark like that kind of thing so um and that's kind of where the idea from the song came from and i just built that whole idea around that line Uh, so that's kind of where it came from all
2: right it's a cool story thanks now how many songs do you like write a week or do you do you try to write so many songs a week
0: um actually i've been on the road so much this whole year um which has been awesome and i'm so glad that it's back to normal. But I have not been writing a ton as much as I, I, I used to. So um, I'll probably write one song a month, honestly. It's, um, you know, just being out on the road and everything is super time consuming and, and not being home. Uh, so I'd say about one a month. Yeah.
2: Now, when you're I know you got off the road on Thursday, right? You had a long drive from Georgia up back to Tennessee.
0: Yes. Do you ever
2: get in that car car? because your boyfriend goes with you right
0: Yeah, so we we go together a lot we do an acoustic duo type thing and um, we actually went all the way down through georgia um played mckaysville dahlonega i'm trying to think of all the cities then we hit panama city beach and then we we're there for a few days doing a few shows and then we shot back up um but yeah it's a it's a long long time in a car i'll tell you that
2: <laughs> you ever get great ideas on those road trips
0: you know, actually, this song that I, th- I think you had mentioned earlier that you like called "Mean." I got the idea for that song um, in the car, and I wrote it in the car.
2: Were <laughs> you having some bad memories about that trip? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks? No, not really, not really. It was just—I'll uh, tell you the story about that song in a little bit if you want me to.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear it. I just think it's neat how people write a song, you know, um, artistically. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can get writer's block. Uh, Even me and Jim, as we're trying to think up ideas for shows, because you want to keep people's interest, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. You want to make them feel something new. You want to have new artists on. We're always coming up with those and trying to, trying to come up with, bright ideas we're always brainstorming all the time they're not all good ideas right? not
1: sometimes bad ideas yeah. oh. i think the important thing is to recognize a bad idea right yeah i when mean you get i've a,
0: a lot of horrible songs <laughs> <laughs> like really bad and but i look you, back and i'm just like what what was i thinking but you know got it out of my system i guess i don't know
2: it's good when you have a partner though uh and I'm sure your boyfriend's a good person to uh, bounce those ideas across. Those songs, crossing. Hey, hey, hun, uh, let me let you listen to what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, I always send him and and my other friends like my work tapes, and I'm like, Hey, is this total garbage, or am I just like? Is it 3 a.m. and I think this is great? You know,
2: now is he honest with you?
0: Uh, No, he's very honest, and I love that. Um, I do not like things to be sugarcoated to me whatsoever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, sometimes it's just better to be blunt about it, right?
0: I I would 100% rather someone just tell me the truth, tell me it's horrible. Um, I would rather hear that than, oh, that's good. And then me out here singing it, thinking it's great. And then everyone's like, "Uh, oh, baby, maybe, maybe not. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And what kind of reaction did you get uh, on that last song when you sent it off to those girlfriends?
0: Oh, that was like the one that everyone was like, this is like, this is your song. This is the one. Like, they all just, it was like a huge reaction from everyone I sent it to. And then when I did release it, it ended up charting. So I guess yeah. they knew what they were talking about. They knew about. what they were talking about. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, that's a good group of people to have on your side.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now you're good friends with another artist that's been on here, Josh Bogart.
0: Love that dude! He is making me a brand new hat
2: from he Dueling has, Banjo. From, yes,
0: his new hat company he started. So I'm very excited. It's almost done actually. Dueling
2: Banjo hats. If you're looking for a hat, your artist, your lady that wears hats, your man that wears hats, he's going to make me a a custom hat because I got a big old melon. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty proud to call him a friend. He lives right down the road from me. Actually, really? yeah. So. Um, it's nice that you're also giving back to artists like him that have that second business and stuff. Oh,
0: 100%. I always want to support, you know, like anyone that is, especially from home, you know, that's we got to stick together, especially being from Kentucky, you know. Yeah,
2: heck, heck but I'm, yeah. I'm
0: super glad to give him business. He's a good guy.
2: So, uh, I, I wanted to tell you, listeners, how I found Taylor, really. um, Jim had been pushing me about TikTok. He's, hey, man, TikTok account now, and I said, well, I don't even know what TikTok is. Really. I know people dance on there, I think. and uh, But I got on there and, you know, I think the algorithm for TikTok is whatever you look at, it tries to feed you stuff that you look at. Like, oh, I want to yeah. look at barbecue, I want to look at bourbon and country music. And you popped up there, but you were singing a Fleetwood Mac song or a Stevie Nicks song one night. And I was like, God Almighty, you sound so great on there. Thank um, you. I was like then you know what you do is you look who is this artist right and then I go over to Amazon Music I search for your music and I'm like man look at these other songs she's got she's killing it with these songs how how does not more people know about this young artist so that's how I found her Jim yeah I remember I remember you sending me a link and saying check this out
1: oh, thank
0: you uh, TikTok honestly has been great for me as an independent artist especially like I mentioned during the pandemic um, 2020 I was able to just create content from home and still keep in touch with fans and followers, and I think I've racked up about 215k on there as of today or as of you know yesterday. So um, it's it's been a really big blessing for me to be able to get my songs out there.
2: Yeah, you're always on there playing, um, playing your music, drinking bourbon on there a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, you got a bunch of bourbon videos. Yeah. It's cool that you do know the the bourbon behind you, right? Um, yeah, that's in the shot back there. Cause you mm-hmm. tell people about that bourbon and what it is and you do a little education on it. Yep. Um, so we
0: did like a, a little bourbon tour of our collection uh, that we have. And then when I do my lives, it's always like a big, you know, topic of conversation. They're like, Oh, tell us about what bottles you have behind you. Oh, I see Blanton's. I see bull, you know, people just like to relate to what, you know, I've got back there. So um, it's always a big, a big topic of discussion for my, for my fans. And, They're always like, what are you drinking tonight? And I'll be like, oh, I made this, that or the other, you know. So um, bourbon's always been a big part of my life in general.
2: So what's your go-to bourbon if you have a go-to bourbon?
0: Well, for everyday drinking, you know, if we're just at home making a mule or old fashioned or something, I would say Bullet or Woodford. Um, But I do love Blanton's and Angel's Envy as well. So those are like maybe my top four.
2: I still think that's good uh, folks i remind you that we are in our steelhouse session so this is a working distillery so you might hear a little background noise i doubt it we'll hear it but.
1: Right, a little bit but you know you always want to mention it just in case it comes across on the table <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but no this is this is great The the atmosphere here uh really lends itself to a great session and that's why we're calling it steelhouse sessions yeah, because yeah. you know the the ambiance and the inspiration that you get and the just um you feel like it's the right place For music and bourbon coming together. Talking to a great new friend. This is pretty awesome. Mike, let's get back to the bourbon just for a minute.
2: Yeah. Any final notes on the Mictors? That sugary sweetness, like I said, the marshmallow, that campfire is still coming out for me just a little bit. I wish, as we always say, Jim, and that you can get this in a barrel strength. Uh, I wish I could find a barrel strength in this. About 120 proof for me. It's a little bit light. On the palate, uh, you know, and it's not viscous, mm-hmm. so I'd like that more oily feel. Um, but I think we're going to get that in the second half, is where we're going to get. Yeah, it. I think so.
1: And how do you like your Taylor? How do you like your bourbons? You like them higher proof or lower proof or or any proof? You know what?
0: I have never <laughs> met a bourbon that I didn't love. So. Um, <laughs> actually, that's not true. There's a few that I'm not crazy about, but um, you know, I, I'm around a hundred and up um, is good for me. Okay. Um, of course, usually drink it neat. Uh-huh.
1: Now you like them sweeter or spicier?
0: Uh, most of the time, sweeter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, Weller Foolproof would be on your list. Okay. Yeah. I would say Weller, uh, 107, that sweetness and that spice and that little bit of
2: elevated proof. I there. like Weller. Yeah. yeah. Weller 107, Makers Mark Cast Strength. Uh, that's a super beautiful, uh, expression of Makers. I, I love it. My wife actually. She's not a big bourbon drinker. We went to Maker's Mark the other day, and uh, Rob Samuels from there, he poured her a humongous glass, rocks glass, uh, full of just Maker's cast Strength, And she was like, man, this is so chocolatey and so good. I'd never wow. seen her drink that much bourbon in my life before. <laughs> That's a big pour. It was. She was on that leather couch. She said, this is
1: relaxing. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess you don't want a Samuels pack pouring your whiskey for you, do you? Yeah,
2: he, he poured it <laughs> thick. Uh, Taylor, what what was that? first bourbon that you tried or when did you try your first bourbon
0: well from what i've heard uh i don't really remember but apparently my papa used to put bourbon on my gums when i was a baby when i was teething and i think that's a big thing to do um in the south so yeah
1: that's a remedy right that's yeah, like a home remedy Well, it's kinda. supposed
0: to like numb you know take away the pain for the baby so i guess when i was a newborn i, don't know.
1: I mean i think if you go back a few years when i say a few years you go back you know, 50, 100, 150 years, you know, whiskey in general was the medicine, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. Because you didn't really have pharmaceuticals. You didn't have all these cures. And whiskey cured what ailed you back then.
0: It does now, too.
1: It does now, too.
2: <laughs> That's true. Kill some of that pain a little bit every once in a while. Well, do you have a, a second song? We close this uh first half out on it. What do you think, Jim? That sounds good to me.
0: I do. This next song um is actually... A Kentucky-themed song of sorts. Uh, I wrote this song about people that get mean when they drink bourbon, uh, whiskey, what have you. I am not that person, really. Maybe sometimes, but I wrote this song about my mom because she cannot get around the brown stuff. It's like, she's got to have it clear or she's trying to fight everybody. (laughs) Don't tell her I told y'all that. Um, But this song's called Mean. I released it... um, at the very end of 2019 So it's been out just about I guess almost two years now yeah, But it's a fun one And it's out everywhere If you guys want to check it out It goes like this
3: They say i mean Lord she's got a temper And honestly
1: stepped it up a notch there
0: I'm, I'm used to having a big old loud mouth there. everyone's like maybe tone it down a little bit
1: <laughs> no it was great <laughs> thank you thank you so much for playing that song of course well we're going to take a short break now uh fill up our glasses for the next session and when we come back we got a lot more from taylor austin Die. are back and we've got Taylor Austin dying in the house. And we, if you were here in the first half you got to enjoy some pretty darn good music.
2: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, back in the day you'd say that was uh, knee slapping music. Knee slapping
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And we also had some great whiskey. We had the Michter's Toasted Barrel finish which for me I, I would say it's close to being a
2: unicorn, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty close. I'd posted a photo of that to uh, some friends and on our roadies page and people are like, Man, where'd you get that at? How do you get that stuff? And I'm like, oh, you know you're you're big chief. People just reach out and <laughs> say, Hey, would you like a bottle? So in other words, you're special. Oh, I'm not gonna hunt it anymore. <laughs> I'm not a I brought hunt deer, but not bottles. Yeah.
1: So in the first half, Taylor, we got to kinda dive a little bit into your past and hear about how you how you kinda came up and and, and found yourself to where you are today. We got to listen to a couple really fine songs we hope our listeners will, will start downloading real soon me too but in this half we'd kind of a little bit like, focus a little bit more about what's going on in your life today and you know how things have changed you know we know that covid's been an issue for everybody mm-hmm. we don't want to spend a lot of time on it because we won't we don't want debbie downer in the house <laughs> of course but we do know that it has affected careers it has affected mm-hmm. the way people had to operate and uh so now today sort of on the on the other side of covid a little bit we at least we hope we're on the other side of covid how are things going for you
0: Honestly, it's been a really great year for me. Aside from everything, I I got a booking agent in January of this year, and she has just been working her tail off for me. She has been sending me here, there, and everywhere. And, uh, of course, all my fans, and I call my fans Rider Dies as a play on my name. I don't know if I told you guys that, but the Rider Dies have been requesting me in all these cities, so we've been working it out, getting to all these different venues, and uh, we've just been on the road. Honestly, this has been my first off weekend. I say off weekend I played last night and I was supposed to have a gig tonight but it got canceled so now I have an off weekend this has been my first off weekend in months honestly um, but I'm glad I could come down here with y'all and, and spend it like this drinking a little bit of bourbon
2: well we got some something besides bourbon it is bourbon it, it, it's, it's a bourbon <laughs> well people are gonna get mad as for saying that. Get, it, it, it's a bourbon but it's classified as a Tennessee whiskey, Tennessee whiskey the, the king of Probably whiskeys in the world right here. Probably the most sold whiskey in the world. Um, I don't think anybody would uh, uh, challenge them on that, right? This is the big big gun. This is the big gun. This is the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof right here. Coming in at 132.3 proof. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you got you gotta put on your big boy and your big girl pants right now. Well, I shouldn't say I keep saying big girl and grown, I get myself into truck. Grown, grown woman pants. Grown woman britches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is uh this is just eight points off a of hazmat.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's, this is gonna I'm 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 so excited to try to drink this. Try to drink it. Um but usually these things are cherry bombs. I mean, it just uh so much complexity in these things. to keep a spark away from it. Yeah, well, you don't want to light it on fire. (laughs) Um, Well, her song she's singing, it might light it right right on fire.
1: That's right. So tell us a little bit about this song that you've got that sort of ties in with the whiskey we're drinking this time. And then we're going to sip on the whiskey and then we want to hear your song.
0: All right. Well, again, once again. I've been living my life on TikTok. And um, every time I, po- I write an original song, I post it and, you know, you get feedback. And then this was just one of those songs that got just an astounding amount of feedback on there. And I mean, just over a million, maybe two million views at this point of this song Um And the, the lead in line is there's a lot of things in common between me and old Jack D. You could never handle your whiskey and you could never handle me. So I feel like that now is an appropriate time to sing that song. Yeah. I feel like now a lot of people relate to that as well. So, um, so this song was released on October 21st. So I think we should maybe sip on a little bit of this and I'll sing it for y'all.
1: All All right. cheers. 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 Man, I tell you, you gotta be careful pulling that up to your nose. Yeah, you don't want to dive your nose into that for a big whiff. That is
0: spicy. Yeah, it is. All right.
2: I should have said spicy cherry bomb right there. That's like a atomic fireball. It is. A, you know, I was just thinking
1: that, Mike. Those big jawbreakers, the atomic fireball mm-hmm. jawbreakers, mm-hmm. the ones you get in your mouth and they're just so big, they just make your jaw stick out. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm getting there.
0: But it has a good taste. It
1: does have a good taste. This is some good whiskey. This is well-crafted Jack Daniels whiskey. And these single barrels, can, and they're they're all just a little bit different, and they're all
2: really good, and they're all Really high proof. Now, we bought this for like $65, I think. Beautiful bottle, right? Beautiful sure. bottle. Great
1: price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old this stuff is. Do you know? Does it say? I think it is a
2: around a 10-year-old, 8 to 10-year-old, Jim.
1: Man, it's it's some good stuff. It's a little sweet. It's definitely, and, and you know what? When you're talking about Tennessee whiskey, you have to use the word smooth, right? It is
0: smooth. Even it's though it's seriously. powerful,
1: it's a
2: smooth power. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call this smooth.
0: <laughs> it's not bad. Y'all had, me, y'all had me thinking it was going to be atrocious, but that's No, it's, it's
1: actually, I think you have to disallow the the alcohol content. And you have to look at, you know, that sort of that impact on your palate. Uh, I think the front end is
2: really smooth. Remember when I would uh call certain whiskeys and be like, hey, this is an artist, country music artist right here. Yeah. This would be some Jamie Johnson right oh, here. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, just that. He... he he really doesn't, if you've ever seen him in a concert, he doesn't get up there on stage and dance around and uh, he, I wouldn't say he wouldn't put on a show. He gets up there and plays his damn guitar and sings his heart out and soul. And uh, he, he lets will,
0: his talent do the talking, yeah, I think.
2: Yeah, and he would kick the stage lights in if they were blinding him. So, Absolutely. <laughs> um, that's what this does right
1: here. It, truth to power right there. Well, I'd like to sit back and sip on this a little bit and we'll listen to Taylor. Yeah. Crank one out for us
3: there's a lot of things in common between me and old jack d you can never handle your whiskey and you could never handle me and i know you can't forget how good we look dressed up in black and how your night gets better after both our seals are cracked so don't ask me no questions honey if you don't No, I don't want your 80 proof Yeah, I'm hard to live with But harder to live without So don't put ice in my whiskey Cause you can't water me down Now that label sure is pretty But I'm a heavy pourer And if you ain't real careful, boy It won't ever be enough So don't ask me no questions, honey If you don't want the truth Cause baby, I'm that full strength No, I don't want your own.
1: That's a, we just cranked it up just a little bit. Well, we jacked it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. You know, the release just happened. Yep. And,
0: uh, TikTok. It's all thanks to TikTok. They blew it up on there. Yeah. So I, I felt like I had to release.
1: Yeah. Mike and I are really kind of trying to zero in on this TikTok thing, but you know, it's hard for us older folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you think, no.
2: Mike?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is hard. <laughs> I mean, do, do the young folk really want us in
2: there. Not dancing. They, Not, <laughs> first well, I, off, I'm too big to dance. I don't know? think anybody wants us in there dancing. That'd be
0: something. I'd like no. to see it. Yeah.
2: Now, now cooking. I cook on there. Yeah, I cook on TikTok. I could. Hell, drink on TikTok. There's nothing wrong with that, right?
0: That's what I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we can show people how to drink. Yeah, on I would sure. take a few lessons from you, Taylor, the, on drinking.
0: Oh well, maybe.
2: She did shoot that first drink back like a champion.
0: I did. I I didn't know the vibe. I thought we were um, just doing a shot, but I was apparently supposed to sip. This has happened to me many times before, so I cannot say that's been the first time.
1: You have trouble reading a room, really. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm always just all in. I'm like, let's party. And then I'm like, oh, wow, we're at church. <laughs> oh,
1: well, that that's that, a joke. That's that could a joke. Be a, that don't could be in trouble.
0: Me. Yeah, don't come for me. That was a joke. Um.
1: <laughs> so you're playing some gigs. You just you just did a, a tour yeah and and you're playing some gigs what, what do you got going on right now
0: well um you know that song just got released and uh good news is i'm putting out two more singles um by the end of january so six weeks after water me down i'll have another one out and then six weeks after that i will have another one out so i'm just cranking out all the music um just you know trying to trying to get my 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 stuff out there and then Get it on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff so people can have it to listen to more readily available.
1: So how does this whole thing work? You get these get this music out there and it really starts cranking. Mm-hmm and then uh, now you got to support it right you got right. and you got you got to keep it coming too so how does that work i mean do you take time off to go like focus on writing and, and and recording and then come back and is it like a a season of this and a season of that how does that how does that work
0: there really is no time off no. <laughs> to be honest i just try to do things you know my schedule is always super just completely jam-packed i mean but i like it that way i like to stay busy um, and i love what i do but there is definitely not a lot of off time Um, i recorded these three singles um, over the span of about a month um, and we were just in there sporadic days. It wasn't like we went in there and stayed the whole week. And, you know,
3: yeah.
0: uh, I was in there one day and then I was out on the road the next weekend. And then I was in there the next week and then out on the road the next weekend. So it was just like trying to fit studio time in between all of my shows because obviously I'm an independent artist. Uh, this is what I do for a living. So I got to make that money, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I definitely but does busy. the
1: idea of this like mountain cabin getting away and writing your music for a little bit, does that kind of sound cool?
0: Oh, of course. I would love to do that. And maybe <laughs> I will do that at some point soon. I know a lot of my friends have went on writing retreats and everything. I've yeah. just not had the chance to, to go on one of those trips yet. But yeah, I totally love that idea. Just clearing your mind and just writing some music.
2: Getting back up to Boonville, you know, in the mountains there would probably help that a little bit getting back to those roots
0: well you know what i grew up um, on a tobacco farm actually in boonville and um going up there in the hauler just there's no cell service no wi-fi and you know just going up in there taking the four-wheeler taking a walk whatever uh it's always really like peaceful and you know it's just always a i don't know it just makes my heart feel good to go back there and be up in the hauler and you know, in the old barns and everything that I grew up in, hanging, stripping tobacco, and all that stuff. And I actually wrote a song about growing up there called White Oak. I know a lot of my rider dies know that one. But um it, it does me good to go back and just hang out there.
2: Yeah, that trip home like that always uh kind of resets you for life, right? And it's a yeah, good reset. Kinda remember where your roots came mm-hmm. from. I know every time I go back to Texas, uh I always try to go back with my baby brother and me and him take some road trips together and see old friends and visit old stomping grounds mm-hmm. and kind of reset ourselves for life. Uh, whatever stress is going on in our life or we think life has been too hard, you look back on it and where you came from. Because I came from a dirt poor family and um, we go back and look at that man. man, I got it pretty good right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm living life. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I knew I always wanted to live in Nashville, even even growing up. You know, I would come down here. My parents brought me down here, I think, when I was about 10 or 11 years old. And uh, I was a part of this little program down in Hillsborough called Kids on Stage. I did it for like two weeks in the summer. For a couple summers and ever since I started doing that I was just like man this is exactly where I'm supposed to be so I always knew that I wanted to be here and come here and I always felt at home here but yeah there's definitely nothing like going back to the hauler and just disconnecting from from all the social media and all the TikTok and all that stuff as much as I love it and I'm thankful for it but it's good to uh, good to go home and get that
2: have you been approached by any big labels to be signed yet
0: you know, I get approached by a lot of different people, but um, I'm holding out for the right one.
2: Well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> um, do you have somebody in mind that you like? I hope this label walks up to me and says, I, I need you on her label.
0: I have a few. Yeah, yeah. I won't yeah. name names.
2: <laughs> well, we hope those labels are listening <laughs> today, whoever they are, you know, or they hear this and they're like, man, she's rocking it out right here. Yeah. She's uh, She is a true American queen right here. <laughs>
0: Appreciate um, that.
2: Absolutely. I
1: think that that's, uh, we we hope that happens for you. And we hope that maybe we're part of that process. That would be kind of cool. You got, a, you got a song you want to sing for us now. Sure. Uh, yes. Music is medicine. I need a little bit of medicine right now. What are you going to play for us?
0: So this is um, a song. And I, I wrote this song because in country music, there's a lot of women artists out there that are just, Singing these songs about oh my husband cheated on me I'm gonna slash his tires and bust his windshield out and you know all this that and the other um, but you never really hear the artist or you know, whoever wrote the song you know kind of being the woman and being in the spot that they're kind of in the wrong and they're the one that's did something bad and they're kind of owning up to it so you don't really hear a lot of that so I decided I wanted to take that view take that point of view and write a song about it um, and this one's called Like You Do. It is uh, coming out soon So if you guys want to follow along It'll be out everywhere on Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes Amazon, all that good stuff Um, But this is just my take On a cheating song from the woman's perspective
3: I know I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but I am You opened the door, you didn't even lock it Cause you knew I'd be here, you know me like the back of your hand I wish he knew me like that I wish he knew all the words of my favorite the one you always sing harmony on I wish he knew how I like my drinks I like them a lot stronger than he thinks I do in night. toss and turn when I lay down at night Trying to figure out how I can pick a fight And get cause you know all the words of my favorite song the one you always sing harmony on you know just how i like my drinks i like them a lot stronger than he thinks i do and i toss and turn when i lay down at night trying to figure out how i can pick a fight and get
1: in that song
0: it's a sensitive subject matter (laughs) yeah
1: it is i mean yeah i think it's got a little bit of a little bit of heartache a little bit of love a little bit of regret a little bit of uh, sorrow and longing i I don't know
2: it kind of hits all the buttons doesn't it
0: yeah
3: it's
2: pretty cool uh, what's that always saying three chords and the truth right there uh some people don't like to hear the truth but sometimes it's good to hear i prefer it (laughs) So, so Taylor, you're going to be on the road um, this next couple of days uh-huh. in your home state, right?
0: I am coming back to Kentucky. I'll be at um, Cocktails 2 in Lexington on November 5th. And then on November 6th, I'm going to be at Frankie's, a full band show, and that's in Moorhead, Kentucky. So if y'all want to see more about that, I have always my full schedule posted on my website, TaylorAustinDye.com. You can just click on shows or upcoming events, and it'll take you right to it.
1: That's yeah. awesome. And you've got, you've got a TikTok. I do. Who are you on TikTok?
0: You know what? I try to keep it easy for everybody. So I am Die on every platform that I have. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, like all of it is Taylor Austin Die.
1: That makes it simple. It does. People don't have to remember everything different, but but you've got kind of a unique group of names there that nobody else is going to
2: have. Right.
0: (laughs) Three name club.
2: Three name club. Works pretty good. And she got her own club, the Rider Dies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's actually an option on my website if you want to join the Rider Dies. I send out like kind of exclusive little content and like first peaks to merch and you know first options for merch to those people that sign up for that mailing address so once again all you gotta do is just go to the website click on ride or dies and then enter your email address for that
2: and on tiktok whenever you play music people could pay for a request on there of course
0: yes so i do uh usually i do weekly lives sometimes you know if i'm on the road you know that gets skipped a week but usually i do weekly lives and if you want to get on there and hang out with me on tiktok um, you can get on there and request songs even if there's a song that you would like to hear me sing if i kind of sort of know it if i've heard it a couple times i'll usually try it and i accept venmo and and cash app and paypal and all that good stuff for requests on there so it's always a good time on my lives if you guys just want to come out and uh, even if you don't want to request anything just come and and hang out it's always a good time we always drink a little little bourbon speaking of and uh just it's about 2 hours long so we uh, we have all kinds of time to talk and hang out.
1: That's awesome. Well Tanner, we appreciate you being on the show today. We we really love it when new friends join us and drink a little bit of whiskey with us. Uh, it we we kind of create that bond, you know. We hope that you'll make some time for us in the future and come back.
0: Nothing like bonding over bourbon, I'll tell you that. Awesome. I'll come back anytime y'all. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Thanks for being on. We I mean this is always special right here, especially in the Steelhouse. Absolutely. Well, Mike, where can people find us? We know where you can find us at. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, wherever else in the world you can find us. You can find us at live events, but one of the main places is our private Facebook group, the Bourbon Roadies, uh, twenty three hundred people strong and growing every day. You want to come join us? You got to be twenty one. You got to love bourbon because everybody likes bourbon. And you gotta agree to play nice um, because we don't tolerate any rudeness, right, Jim? That's right.
1: You can't come in there and attack somebody for uh, for what they're drinking, for what they're doing. You know, uh, if if you choose to drink a bottle from knee level or below on the shelf, that's your choice, and uh, nobody needs to be second guessing you. Right? It's your bourbon; you drink it your way. Um, we don't talk about any social issues. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. We try to keep it real. We talk about things that matter, like people and relationships and family. We talk about good times and drinking whiskey. Yeah. And yeah. we share that
2: whiskey, right, Mike? We, we try to share it a lot. No uh, selling whiskey in there, but you can give it away and you could uh, share it with a, uh, we like to say that's the angel share. Uh, so share that whiskey with your fellow roadies. Uh, they enjoy it, and it just furthers that bourbon community. Uh, one of the ways you can find out when we have an episode releasing, when we're going to have great guests on, like Taylor Austin Die here, is to go ahead and hit that subscribe button up top. That check mark, that plus sign, that subscribe. Hit it. Your app will tell you, hey, these two jokers got some shows coming out tomorrow, today, whenever. Uh, also, if you would scroll on down and hit that five-star review, we really need that. But if you don't, you know what's going to happen, right? The big bad booty daddy of bourbon's going to come on over to your house. I'm going to bring some of this Jack Daniels. I'm going to bring some of this Mictors. We're going to drink all night long. We're going to have a great party. Hell, I'll even play some Taylor Austin Die for you. By the end of that night, we're going to get that five-star review. I'm going to leave with a smile. You're going to leave with a smile be great. Uh, those five-star reviews really do open up the doors for us. It gets great guests on like Taylor Austin Die it's great whiskey in our hands to review uh, so we'd appreciate it absolutely
1: we do two shows a week we do a a short episode every monday where we kind of focus on a single bottle a single expression from a distillery usually it's a small distillery a craft distillery somebody trying to break through and shine the light a little bit Uh, we hope that you'll listen in every monday and you might just find something you like every wednesday we'll do a deeper dive we'll have a guest on the show like taylor And uh, we'll talk about them. We'll drink a few whiskeys and uh, have a really good time. We want to make sure you get both shows every week. Mike told you how to do that. In the meantime, if you've got an idea for a show or you've got a comment about a show we've done, we'd love to hear about it. We're very approachable. You can always reach me at email. I'm Jim at TheBourbonRoad.com. He's Mike at TheBourbonRoad.com. But probably the best way, as we say, is to hit up our DMs on Instagram. I'm Shannon 63 I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon road.